Welcome to the PGF Canada podcast and our series on the value of a golf professional. Hello again, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the podcast series, uh, talking about the bringing value as a golf professional and, and um, using the understanding of consumers and bringing value to the table to help increase business. I'm joined here by Rodney again. Yes, hello. And, um, we want to talk a little bit now about getting the message out. So in previous episodes, we've touched on um, the idea around price and benefit and value, um, the ideas of finding who it is that you're talking to, trying to craft a message that's specific to your audience, solving your audience's problems and bringing them different solutions. And now that we kind of have an idea of what that's all about, now it comes down to, we know who we're talking to, we know what we want to say, what are the channels we use to say that? To get that message out. Exactly. So um, selecting the right channel is, is we're very aware working at an agency is very, very important. You don't want to be on a channel that doesn't meet your audience's needs. A way your audience does not hang out. Yeah, yeah. So something we hear a lot is, oh, you know what, I'm going to set up a Facebook page and I'm going to use that as my my main driver of, uh, of business, which is a fantastic idea. But let's jump back to those audience personas we talked about. If your audience isn't on Facebook, you're, it's going to have a really hard time gaining any ground. Exactly. So choosing the right channels. And when we talk about channels, we don't just talk about digital channels like a website or social media or an e-newsletter. There's all sorts of offline channels. And although some people are insistent in saying that offline marketing is dead, it's not. It's changed a whole lot, but it's not dead. You know, the local newspaper, local radio, perhaps television, although television can get quite expensive. Um, You know, maybe even having flyers at the golf course or flyers at the rec center or a poster at the grocery store. Whatever meets the needs of your audience, that's what you want to do. Exactly. And also creating a balance between whatever mediums you choose to get the message out because it doesn't have to be digital or online only or offline only. Mm -hmm. It can be a combination of both as long as it works for your audience. Yeah. And you find out pretty quickly if something works or something doesn't. And I think one of the most important things I can tell anybody when we talk about the uh, idea of channel selection is... Once you've kind of decided where your message is going to be broadcast through, every time you meet a new customer, whether it's somebody coming in the shop or you're meeting them for lessons, it's vital that you ask them, where did you hear about me? Where did you hear about us? Because if you're able to gather that information and people are telling you, oh, I saw your ad here, or I heard about you from so-and-so, now you're starting to get a sense of how did your audience come across you? And maybe there's opportunities to ramp up your marketing efforts in particular areas and maybe you know if you haven't heard anybody mention that they that i i saw you on twitter is that something we need to put to rest for a little while and focus on some other areas so um again like we talked about so frequently the idea of gathering data if you don't do anything with the data there's really no point in gathering it the same idea here without that that kind of full circle, that closing of the loop when you ask people, how did you hear about us? You're really missing out on a valuable piece of information. Exactly. You need to know what's working, what's not working, and what you need to do to make things um, better. Because ideally what you want to do is to make sure that the 
channels are actually effective mm -hmm. for reaching your audience and uh, conveying the right message. Yeah. And speaking of the right message, a big part of that is how, once you've decided what your message is, how are you going to show people that you're different or you're unique compared to your competitors? Mm. So all golf pros can offer lessons. And if all of a sudden as a consumer, I'm sitting there and there are all these different options for lessons, I have to try to figure out which one works for me. So what's your unique angle, your unique value proposition that you can offer me? Is it the fact that you offer a video lesson? Is it the fact you specialize in families or couples or um, females? What, what's your angle? Yeah. And using that angle as part of your message to really show that extra bit of value. You know, as somebody that has kids, if I'm looking for lessons and all things being equal across the board, I come across that one that has, you know, we I specialize in lessons for families. Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, there's some things that go off in my head like, hey, wait a second. That's what I'm looking for. That's kind of understanding your unique approach because um, it, it comes down, you know, you're a consumer all the time. Every single day you're a consumer. Why do you pick certain products over others? What made those ones unique or different? Or, you know, what have you heard about those that made you to decide to take this particular product over something else? Yeah. Kind of goes into the next step as well. The understanding of the importance of peer reviews. So, so often our, as consumers, our buying decisions are affected by what we hear our friends and our families say, good and bad. So yeah. you think about some of the purchases you've made in the past, you might've done some research, but you probably at some point also were influenced by what your brother or your sister or your mom or your dad or your wife, your kids, what they know about something or their past experiences. Yeah. So as a golf professional, we've already touched so much on adding value and adding a unique product and service and really having showing the benefits of what you have to offer. If people see that, those are things that they take forward to their friends and family. Exactly. And you can start a real unique, you know, network of potential customers. Yeah, because a lot of people ask friends, family and say, hey, I'm thinking of, uh, you know, I'm starting golf lessons, for mm -hmm. example. Um, have you had any experience with this professional mm -hmm. or this golf course? Is it a good place to go? how much do they cost so that knowledge that um, those people will have or the experiences that they had will determine what they tell me when I'm yep. looking for your services and if they had a good experience guess what I'm willing to give you a try like how, how often as a consumer do you hear really really good things about somewhere but you choose not to go there like you're hearing all this amazing stuff from people you trust yep there's probably a good chance you're going to give that place, whether it's a restaurant or a car, yeah. you're going to give that a shot at least, right? Exactly. So, you know, in our world of digital marketing and tourism, review sites like TripAdvisor and Yelp and all that are very, very important to the buying, the buying cycle. For golf professionals, you know, maybe not so much down the TripAdvisor route, but very much if I continually maintain happy customers, those happy customers will begin to multiply. That's the approach you need to take. Just going back to what you said a couple of uh, episodes prior to this one, it would be great for a golf professional to follow up. 
mm-hmm. be it a week or two afterwards. And that's actually, for me, that's part of uh, the whole review um, sort of journey. Because if you follow up with me and ask me, how did it go? How can I improve my service to you? And then you ask me, can you leave a review? Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be mm-hmm. compelled to leave the review, but at the same time, uh, a positive one, because I know, first of all, you followed up with me, which means you care. Mm-hmm. And I want to feel important. I want to feel that I'm in good hands. And therefore, I'm going to give you a good review. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And any feedback you get from that, take that to heart. Good and bad. Yeah. You know, good companies are always changing and evolving based on customer needs. Yeah. The same thing with the golf professional. What worked last year or two years ago might, might not, not work, work right, in, right now. Yeah. So let's evolve with the needs of the customer. And that's another way to extend the amount of value you're offering because you're staying up to date with the latest methods, the latest technologies. Um, you've heard feedback and you're adjusting your services accordingly. So a big, a big piece of the puzzle So kind of in review, talking about channels, you know your audience, you need feedback from them about where they're hearing about you. Decide your channels based on your audience, not based on your needs, based on the needs of your audience. And never underestimate the power of a peer review um, to to really help spur on more business. Yeah. Next episode, we're going to talk a little bit about using products and services now to help build your personal brand, which is a really important thing for a golf professional. So join us for that.